The Laws of Life with Gary Hertzberg on cliffcentral.com. Hot diggity dog, I'm Gary Hertzberg and this is The Laws of Life on cliffcentral.com. Alongside me today, Lionel McCormick. <laughs> <laughs> what an introduction. <laughs> hello Gary and hello to our podcasters. Uh, today's show is about barking dogs. And how the incessant barking of a neighbor's dog can drive you insane. <laughs> now, as you know, in this dog-eat-dog world, every dog has its day. Mm-hmm. And there are times when a dog's barking can be quite melodic. Where did you get this one? <laughs> now hold on a second, like we gotta be fair. There yeah. are cat lovers out there. Oh yes. That don't want to feel left out, so here's one for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cute. This very song is called Despacito oh, yeah. by Justin Bieber. Let's play the actual original. Come and move that in my direction. Thankful for that. It's such a blessing, yeah. Turn every situation into heaven, yeah. Oh, you are my sunrise on the darkest day. Got me feeling some kind of way. Make me want to savor every moment slowly. I think I prefer the dog version. <laughs> how, how could you, Gary? How? Uh, we've got a ton of Afrikaans listeners. He has one. So, Lines, those are a few light moments on barking dogs, but truthfully, there are times when there could be nothing more aggravating. I think that all of us have experienced it and do experience it. And the reason we run these shows is because we see the threads and the postings coming through from thousands of people what to do about the barking dog next door. So to discuss the law, we have attorney Marina Constas. She's a director of BBM Attorneys. She's a specialist in sectional title matters. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Gary. Also, she specializes in neighbor's squabbles. Yes. And there are many. I can just imagine South Africa. We live in another country That's altogether. It. Okay. On the line, uh, we have a, a lady called LB who she says has, she has an old needy bastard of a dog <laughs> and two playful puppies. What's going on? LB, hi. Hi, Gary. Yeah. Um, yeah, my old needy bastard, Diesel. <laughs> yes. 
is was a ten year old dashi. Um, when I originally posted that uh, message, I think it would have been around March or April, mm. and unfortunately. Uh, Diesel passed away a couple of months oh, later. Oh, shame. Oh, sorry. Oh, so the but, old bastard um, of a dog is no more. He was really old bastard <laughs> and we will remember him as such. <laughs> so, um, my dear old Dashi had this annoying habit of perching himself at the back door whenever I left the house and would literally bark from the moment I left up until the moment I returned. Oh. So, that was uh, a problem at some stage because um, obviously whenever you go out to visit a friend or you go out for dinner or you're just at work, my neighbor actually runs a hair salon from her house and mm. she constantly had complaints of diesel disturbing her her um, clients or even her toddler that was asleep during the day. Yeah, well, maybe she shouldn't have been running a business from mm. her house. What, yeah. what are you in a townhouse development? Actually in a freestanding, it's all freestanding homes, but yeah. they're built in a complex setup. The homes are very, very close to each other to the point where if I open my bathroom window, I'm literally looking into my neighbor's property. Do they see you in the bathroom? That's my worry. <laughs> Luckily not. We had a slanted slope, so they are higher up than I am. Where are you, LB? Which town are you in? Um, I'm in Nelspreit. Okay, oh, beautiful. beautiful. We have a big variety of pets in Nelspreit, mm. and we also have a natural recurring wildlife here as well. So we have little geese and feral cats and leopards and stuff, everything that goes into uh, the the wild nature reserves around us. In in my area specifically, the majority of our of the homeowners here have dogs, and barking is a thing. It's a thing where, especially in the street that I live in, the new the the sound waves travel because it's in a like it's a wide open space. So then the sound really travels. So if one dog up way up the street has something to say, the rest will respond in harmony. So. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows everyone's business all the time. Okay, so now you wrote in and you said you had a few questions. You said, are my dogs allowed to bark? How long are they allowed to bark? And is it reasonable that I can have dinner and be home by 9.30 to make sure they're not barking anymore? Is that too late? You had a whole lot of questions that you asked. And uh, you've come to the right place because you're going to get another dog that's going to bark as well. So, uh, mm. can we bring in Marina? <laughs> hi, hi, how are you, LV? Okay, so Marina's our guest attorney and she specializes in this kind of law. What's going on, Marina? What do we do here? Okay, so Gary, the, the thing is that I suppose it's all about, again, respecting the neighbors and, and just ensuring that everybody has access to the peaceful and undisturbed possession of their property. So there are two, two ways that the law regulates animals. So that's dogs, birds, cats, etc. And that's through an act called the Environmental Conservation Act. And that act is quite clear um, in that 
it it talks about um incessant barking and if there's uh, if there's disturbance of the peace in terms of barking and it really refers to the reasonableness of how long the barking takes place for then that act would kick in and an owner who would have been upset by your old dog would have uh, been able to then go to the local municipality and put a, a complaint in writing and a noise official would come out and actually see for himself or herself how objectively the barking affects the neighbors and, and, and because it can, I mean, barking can be torturous. We all know that, but there yeah. are certain souls on this planet that are more sensitive than others. Mm. You know, some people say, well, it barked all day. In the meantime, it barked for two minutes, the dog. Mm. So mm. that's the one thing. Then there's a second. Now let's just stop yes. you for a sec before mm. you move on. Mm. This noise official. Mm. He's called a, what's it from the noise control, noise control unit. unit yeah. Does every council have one? They yes. should. Yes, they, should. they um, should. I mean, do they actually go out to, to every barking dog? I, I doubt they'd have enough officials. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I have been regaled with stories of officials not being able to come because of petrol issues, but um, yes. they do have, they should have them and they do have them and you can, <laughs> you can go a little bit higher in council if they don't come because they are supposed to come. And interestingly enough, mm. The highest penalty is through this act because the, a dog owner with a dog who incessantly barks can be fined up to 20,000 rand. Wow. So wait, wait a second, Marina. Large, you wanted to chip in there. No, because, yeah, I, I was actually one of those customers. Uh, <laughs> customers. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we used to make play music. So we used to have like the municipality coming in with their devices just to actually see if then their volume yeah. does not actually uh, or exceed the limit that we are supposed to actually okay, so have. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So they do actually come and I've I, seen. I think that is it the who do you contact? Is it the metro you contact or who do who It's gets your local muni- it's your municipality but, but, and, and which department? The, well, I would suppose noise control. Yes. There's a yes. noise control department. I'm not sure where it is in every but every municipality is different so whilst you've got an act which is governed um by a municipality mm. the other the other side of it are your bylaws which you can always rely on yeah. um and interestingly enough, marina yeah. sorry to mm. cut what is the the uh, fine for a for a noisy dog if they find that your dog is noisy what uh, well, or that, a nuisance if what? that control officer goes yeah, out and yeah. establishes that there yeah. is indeed a nuisance yes. a written um, notice goes to the owner to say look it is a nuisance you need to stop the dog somehow yeah. how do they do what are people expected to do put their dog down well I mean, look, we love you know, our pets yeah, so who wants you, you usually find a pet that barks incessantly is either bored or stressed and uh, I think there are a lot of vets I know when I had two Labradors who barked quite a lot we got them collars from a vet mm. which was sort of aromatherapeutic which were fine for about a week but then they both <laughs> chewed each other's collars off so that didn't help us so uh. you've got to do something I mean you've got to do something so yeah. that's what it says and if you don't do do what they ask you to do to stop then the 20,000 rand fine or wow. up to two years in prison uh, I've never seen yeah. that I've never seen any dog owner being hauled off to prison but you never know. It's always the first time for everything. Or a 20,000 rand fine. Hectic. Yes. I'm, I'm just, I mean, we should have got a pet psychologist on this show to tell us how to calm your pet down. <laughs> but I've also read articles. Um, and I think, yeah, you want to talk, Albie? How do you, yeah. Yeah, Come I in. just want to interject something, right? Um, up from, from the time I made that comment. <laughs> yeah, my baby's at the back there. Yeah. Um, they've grown up. They've grown up. They were six months old and like like between eight eight weeks and six months old back then mm. 
they are now both basically almost full grown. And um, the two puppies I've noticed, obviously I could train them from <laughs> earlier on to be quieter and so on and and monitor the behavior, which is easier to do when they're puppies than when you're trying to teach an old dog new tricks. Mm. So I decided to invest in a, ri- a variety of them and found a few things that worked. Mm. Um, some heavy duty industrial rubber, um, chew to- toys for them. And my one puppy, um, after she destroyed my couch, she is now completely occupied with that chew toy. She mm. never goes anywhere without it. Mm. And it actually stops her from barking because she, it's too much of an effort to mm. let go of the toy to actually start barking at something. Mm. Albie, can I ask you something? How many dogs have you got? I've got two. Uh, two, because that's just something else that comes up in the in the bylaws as well. Um, particularly, I've, I've read the Joburg bylaws. It says in a house you only allowed four dogs, and I suppose that can also make an, an impact on the on the barking. If you've got six dogs barking or two, it, you know, it's more yeah. reasonable to have two than than so. Let, let's talk about while we have Marina. Let's talk about bylaws, which are the laws of the municipality. Yes, uh, you're in uh, Mombella. Is that what it's called, Nelspreet? Yes, yeah. and what I've learned about Mbombela is yeah. we have a noise department, but there's no one that actually um, mediga- mediates noise complaints here. If they want to get someone to investigate, they have to get them all the way from the Eshlanzeni district in, in uh, I think it's Whitbank or close there. Mm. Um, so for them, it's literally a mission to come here to, to do noise complaints. That's one thing that I've learned is, also, why we have a huge problem regarding fireworks and stuff like that, because there's literally no one that's enforcing noise or any of the bylaws regarding noise. Mm-hmm. And there are, I mean, there are good bylaws in, in your area. Yeah, let's talk about them, Marina. I yeah. think you picked them up. Yeah, yeah. basically, yes. I mean, in, in noise disturbance, it says that no person shall keep or harbor any animal or bird um, in which manner may disturb or hinder the comfort, convenience or quiet of the public. And uh, the contravention of that, any any uh, the fines uh, would be okay. It's not a great deal of money. It's three hundred rand. Can't exceed three hundred rand, or li- you're liable um, for a twelve month prison sentence. So that's unfortunate, you know. And 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 that's. But I think they to. can also fine you per day. I think there's a fine per day if you. They've got to give you a notice to to make your bird your whatever animals keep kind of quiet. quiet. And if you don't. Mm-hmm. I think you can be fined 200 rand a day mm. for so long as it continues. Wow. That's in uh, mm. Nelspreet, your area. Mm. So there you go. Albie, don't run away. I want to ask Marina some legal issues. Just stay on the line with us if you don't mind. Um, Marina, sure. can the body corporate stop me from bringing dogs on to, into my unit? Yes, it depends on the body corporate rules, first of all. So the model rules in any body corporate, um, if they haven't tailor-made their rules, says that you can uh, have a dog or a cat or a bird with the written consent of the trustees, mm. which consent can be, uh, which can't be unreasonably withheld. And also there's certain conditions that go on to, onto that as well, which they can, and they can revoke that consent as well if your dog misbehaves in any way. Mm. There are bodies corporate which have said, um, no pets allowed. And that's, again, by the special resolution when you're mm. amending your rules. If 75% of owners don't want dogs or cats or whatever birds in a complex, they can put that into their rules to say no pets allowed. And that's that. That's yes, the end of that. That's it. Yeah. 
a lot of conflicts, you know, yeah. the representatives agree that sometimes the dogs that are already there can mm. remain, mm. but that no new pets can be brought in. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I think it's quite a pity. There's so many complexes that are not pet friendly, um, and that is a pity. Yeah, Elby, we're going to let you go because there's a bit of a noise on the line. Many thanks for for your contribution. We appreciate it, and go it's well. My yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks so much. Good. Right. Yeah, Maria. Just a new, yeah. just a, a provision which is 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 going to really be what has been welcomed in the new sectional title legislation, is that uh, guide dogs and assistance dogs yeah. are now allowed in complexes without oh, the trustees having to consent to that. Beautiful, excellent. Yeah, you were last here over a year ago, and the new ombudsman had been appointed. Mm. Um, tell us about the Ombuds Office. Just give us the full title and how's it working there at the mm. moment? Well, the Community Scheme Ombuds Service um, has been in place uh, and has pro- properly been effectively operating from January 2017. The legislation mm. came in in October 2016. And um, I think that it's had its teething problems, but uh, by all accounts, they've been hundreds well thousands of disputes that have been mediated mm-hmm. and adjudicated so sorry just so our listeners can follow this yes. if uh, you have a problem with your neighbor mm. is that what this is about yes. or the body corporate yes you can, you can go to the ombud yes, and he'll mediate it for that's you that's it you, yeah you can yeah. let's Lock. say you've got a problem with a managing agent where you they you pay it money and now they're disputing to refund you this is the place to go to. Yes, you can oh, take perfect. that that to the ombud as well. They do have jurisdiction over the managing agent, and it's like a hundred rand yeah. if you approach the ombud. I mean, have they got? Uh, let's talk Johannesburg. Yes. Do they have time to deal with all these thousands of matters? And well, the 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 Joburg office um, is at the Estate Agency Affairs Board. It's right mm. there, and in this last quarter, they've done about uh, well, it's nearly fourteen hundred. Um, disputes that sure. they've that, that they've either resolved or that have gone on then to be adjudicated. What about barking dogs? Can you can you oh, go of there? Of course, yes, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah, and your cat jumping over the fence. And there you go. But you know, you've got to yeah. have evidence. There's so many so many of my clients have got all these long, sad, woeful tales to mm. tell. But the fact of the matter is, you can't just go there and it's my word against yours. You know, mm. you need to build a case. Even though lawyers are not allowed at the ombud in the dispute resolution, mm. you need to have built a proper Case can the ombud actually give you an award, a money award? If you're, yes. you're yes, they can. Well, they'll mm. give you an award for uh, specific performance, or if it's in a, you know in a real levy matter, they'll give you. The what award happens if your cat jumps over the wall and 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 scratches their furniture? Can they can can you get an no. award? No, not, no, no. That would be a damages claim, and, and that's a small claims court mm. or whatever. Yes. Okay, so the ombud is the place to go. It's free, or it's a hundred mm. rand, whatever. Mm. Yes. And you get good justice there. Do you yes. recommend that? You know, that? I think yeah. at the moment, I must say, and quite honestly speaking, it's been a mixed bag. We've had some very, very good awards, and then there's been some odd ones where they go on appeal. But mm. I, I, you know, give them a bit more time. And um, they're recruiting. There's a talent acquisition policy that they've put into place. So, yeah, give it a bit of time, and I definitely, I think that will be the place to go. Anything exciting that we as tenants or landlords should know about? Well, if you if you um, if you're a tenant, the important thing is that you are now covered by the community scheme ombud, whereas before you had no legal relationship with the body corporate. Mm-hmm. So, Lionel tenants as well can go off to the the ombud uh, on on issues regarding the body corporate. Yeah. And your neighbour, any problems with your neighbour? That's the place to go if you want it sorted out. Yep, I would agree. But okay. shouldn't you start with your caretaker? 
Internally? Well, you start internally with the process by approaching the person, putting it in writing, creating a paper trail. So, you know, the Omba doesn't really want every Tom, Dick and Harry banging on its door. Mm. Um, you, you need to try to exhaust internal yes. remedies. And they'll ask you on the form that you fill out, what have mm. you done to, mm. to look at this matter internally? Right. And that's where a robust set of trustees can be helpful. I've got that song stuck in my head. Me too, <laughs> me too. <laughs> Can't get rid of You've battered. <laughs> 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 Cliffcentral.com.